Hello, my friends. It's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on accountability. Let's do this. Welcome to another episode of your motivational high five, the short motivational podcast that is aimed at bringing you bite-sized things to meditate on, to think about, and to hopefully apply to our own lives, to improve our own lives, and to be just a little bit better, become a little bit more healthy. It is certainly not a podcast that has it all together, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later in this episode. But it is an honest podcast, and I feel like honesty feels more rare (laughs) as the days go by, and to find a little bit of peace of honesty um, is, is refreshing to the soul. I know it is to me. So hopefully this can be that for you as well. Um, if you're new to the podcast, then you probably don't know a lot about me and that's okay. I don't have a whole lot of like special accolades that set me apart. I'm kind of a normal person, but this podcast has gotten millions of downloads over the years and I've just heard from a lot of you that it has been helpful, but truly it has been helpful to me. I started the podcast after going through a period of silencing of my voice and just listening, asking questions and listening to others. In fact, I started the podcast after I went through individual counseling and only then did I feel like I learned enough about myself and the world that I could start using my voice again, that I can begin sharing these things that I learned in particular through counseling. And so counseling is super important to me and this should not replace counseling, but I have some good news. Your motivational high five has partnered with BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online counseling done right through the comfort of your own home. You can be matched with a therapist that suits your needs, that you gel with, that you find challenged by and helped by. They match you with a therapist and it gives you the ability to really contact and text and be in communication pretty consistently with your therapist throughout the week, which is pretty awesome. It's affordable compared to a lot of other counseling situations and I highly recommend it. We have a partnership, which means if you use our special BetterHelp link, you get 10% off your first month. That link is betterhelp.com slash YMH5, the number five. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P help dot com slash y m h five use the number five for ten percent off your first month check the show notes for that link when you go to that link you'll see the little uh your motivational high five podcast artwork so then you kind of know that you're in the right place betterhelp.com slash y m h five okay let's get into it accountability You may have heard the word or read the word accountability on this episode, and you may have rolled your eyes, and um, I get it. It is a bit of a tired word, at least for me and my generation, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but I wanted to talk about the definition of accountability. Accountability is the quality or state of being accountable, which is an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's actions. The sentence example in the Merriam-Webster dictionary is public officials lacking accountability. Um, And we do think about lacking, lacking accountability when we hear accountability. And 
I think there are one of two ways we can lack accountability, and that is, one, not enough checks are in place, or two, the wrong checks are in place. And when I think about public officials lacking accountability, though I know several good public officials, when public officials lack accountability, it has to do often with the wrong checks are in place, which is often the case when we see cover-ups or corruption. But what I want to talk about is the first way, which is not enough checks are in place to be accountable. I definitely don't want to gloss over the other one. It might be helpful to you to realize that you might be lacking in accountability in that you have the wrong accountability or fake or false accountability. And this might be your wake-up call that you are being enabled. But yes, what I'm talking about, what I want to talk about today is that not enough checks are in place. And so that is when we also lack accountability. When I looked up the word accountability, uh, Google gave me the Google Ngram viewer. If you're familiar with the Google Ngram viewer, it's really interesting. Basically, Google searches uh, all published sources from a variety of different languages from the year 1500 to 2019, and they look for this word. And you can see a graph of each word and how it rises in, in its the, the prolific use of it, how often it's used. And if, it's, if a word is more prolific, if it's used more often, then you see that it starts to rise up. And I see in the 90s, accountability had its biggest rise in popularity within printed sources published between 1500 and 2019. So in the 90s, it saw its biggest rise. And that actually was not surprising to me at all. As one who grew up in the evangelical church in the United States, the word accountability became familiar to me and to a lot of other teenagers at the time as a as an older millennial. It became a little cliche for us in our teens. And maybe it didn't stick around into adulthood for us because uh, teens don't really like to be told what to do. Uh, and accountability became kind of a, a word you roll your eyes at. And at least for me, it, it did. Though the idea of accountability is really good and introducing the idea as a teenager, whether you're going to latch on to it or not, that's up to the teenager. It, I think that is a great idea. It's, it's a great idea to introduce it to kids for sure. But push comes to shove when you become an adult and you're no longer in school and you're no longer, maybe you're no longer in church, maybe you're no longer in settings where you're around a lot of people, and especially if you're now working from home, it might be kind of hard to find community. And when we lack community, it's easier to lack accountability. My first adult job out of college, my boss used the word, uh, I'm glad he didn't use the word accountability so much, but he used a phrase. What he did was he used a phrase and what he said was, make it bigger than yourself. And while that boss and every boss and every human is deeply flawed, that is one thing he did right was to use that phrase. And it really hit home for me, make it bigger than yourself, which is essentially accountability. One area in my life that I've experienced this, and, and I want you to be thinking about what areas do you experience in that you make things bigger than yourself. For me, it is running. I am not naturally built to be a runner. It was always pretty hard for me. I thought, I'm pretty sure I told this story on a previous episode, but I thought I was coming out of elementary school because we're all developing. Everyone was learning about their fitness and, you know, sixth grade, I thought I was pretty quick. Coming to middle school, 
our our junior high really is what it was started in seventh grade and i tried out for the track team i was like yes i'm going to be one of the fastest i tried out for the mile and i was lapped by almost everyone i ran the final lap and i came into the last hundred yards and the whole crowd gave me the pity clap. You know what that is? Like, good job for finishing. You made it. You're almost here. And we got all of our eyes on you because you're the last one. But into my adulthood, while running was not a part of my routine, I don't know the last time I had run an event other than seventh grade track and field, which I promptly quit after that year. My first running event since junior high was a marathon at age 32. But I was presented with an opportunity to make this choice, this choice of running a marathon bigger than myself. I could join a team and I could raise money for clean water. And it was an opportunity to make it bigger than myself that I didn't know I was looking for, but I took. So it was bigger than myself that I could buy a jersey and I could join a team. And every Saturday we would run together as a team in my area. And I would also be raising money and people that I knew and cared about gave money to this cause. And so it was bigger to me in that aspect. People were counting on me to run the marathon and finish it because they gave money to this opportunity. And it was bigger than me in that my money went to provide clean water across the world, in particular in Africa, where it is a major crisis. And over the last seven years and seven marathons, I've raised $36,000 just myself. And so running became an area of where I could have accountability and it's something I leaned into and accountability really worked in this area that I found hard to be motivated to do. One area lately that I've not done well in is this very podcast. I've lacked accountability and I think part of it is there was some accountability set before that I didn't realize or I wouldn't have called accountability, but now I work by myself in my backyard studio. But before I shared office space around other people, like-minded people who were also renting office space. And I would have to be um, a little strategic. I would, if I had to record, I had to tell people, hey, I'm recording, just like make sure you keep it down out here. Or if they were out of the office, then I had to, I had some focused urgency. Like this, this is the time it was now or never, or I wouldn't get an episode out before the end of the month. And so now it's been a year and a half. I work in my backyard by myself in the studio. It's a little quiet back here. Time has passed. And as more time has passed, this issue of not recording a podcast has become bigger in my head. It's become more of a hindrance, something that I'm like, ah, you know, well, I remember how to do it is maybe it's a big deal. Maybe it's not. I don't remember. It's like it becomes a big deal in my head. It becomes a bigger deal in my head than it is reality outside my head. So that's that's the good news is if you're able to recognize that if something is a big deal in your head, bring it out of your head, make it bigger than yourself. Because the reality is, though it feels big in my head, my head, my brain is actually kind of small in my perspective and ability is limited. So being big in my brain is actually kind of small. And so what I did today, a guy that uh, we talk on the phone, we've talked on the phone for years on Friday mornings, just checking in and just being friends and just sharing our lives with each other. I told him his name is Andy. I said, check in on me, set an alarm for 3 p.m. and text me, ask me, how did the podcast go? And now I feel a little sense of focused urgency. This wasn't easy to do, but it actually wasn't as big as I thought it would be. 
kind of stumbling over my words a lot, but you don't hear that because guess what? I get to edit this episode a little bit, but it hasn't been that bad. It's been very doable and I made it bigger than myself and I added some accountability, which is what this podcast needed. And guess what? We're back now. Why? Because I made the podcast bigger than me. And an additional way that I've chose to do that is to reach out to some people. Your Motivational High Five now has a team. People who have already sent me recordings that I just need to put into an episode and I need to add my reaction to. Some of them have been guests in the past and some of them will be new guests to you, but they've been consistent listeners for years and years. It is a diverse set of guests. It is a group of people that I'm really excited about. Kind, good, motivating and vulnerable and honest, just good, honest people. I want to end with this quote from writer Carlos Castaneda. The darkness was encumbering only because I relied upon my sight for everything I did, not knowing that another way was to let power be the guide. And today, my friends, that power is accountability. And as we reach the end of episode 126, after one and a half years of hiatus, we're reminded of the start of this podcast. If you've listened to uh, an episode and you subscribed and then it was radio silence for a long time, you might be new, you might not quite understand the purpose of this podcast, or if you forgot because it's been a long time, go back to episode one and be reminded. The ability we have to create new connections in our brain. The old days, it was like you'd hear the mantra, the saying of, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Scientifically, is just wrong. It's not true. Our brain is not hardwired after the age of 25, as they used to say. Now, developmentally, it stops growing, but the beauty in how we were created or evolved, whatever you choose to believe, the reality is that the connections, the wiring of our brain can be changed, can be altered. And we do that through the telling of stories. We do that through mantras. We do that through introducing positive narratives. And we do this at the end of every episode in the whole practice, the whole point. And I do it too. When I listen to it back in my car or somewhere else, if I'm listening to the episode and I listen to them just to, you know, double check and I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so I listen to them. If I'm near a reflection or I will bring up my phone and put it on selfie mode or whatever, and I would say this to myself because this is how we rewire our brains. We see ourselves and we choose to look into ourselves, which is not easy to do. And we say a mantra and we give space to say it. And so today, find a reflection of yourself and say this to yourself. I will introduce more accountability in the areas that need it and make them bigger than myself. I am always a little reluctant to call this a self-help podcast. There is a culture around self-help that misses community, that misses accountability, that relies solely on the power within you, though that is a big, helpful realization that there is a lot of power in you, and we do in this episode, every episode with It Starts With You. Truly, it does. But ultimately, it's us. No one is meant to live alone. We do not do well in isolation. The power that starts within you is to move you towards including a well-connected, healthy community with strong accountability. People who know you and love you and want to support you no matter what. If you're struggling finding it, hey, I get it. You're not alone. 
but also maybe go to betterhelp.com YMH5 or do something that gets you out of your shell. Say to a friend, hey, can you set an alarm for 3 p.m. and check back in on me? Make it bigger than yourself. And that starts with you. Thank you.